Welcome to the Think Like a Musician podcast. This show will teach you the time management skills you need to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. You're going to learn a completely unique and innovative approach to managing your crazy, busy life. I'm a lifelong musician, so you're going to hear a musician's creative and intuitive system for time management and work-life balance. We'll discuss time management, work-life balance, goal-setting, inspiration, creativity, peak performance, and living your purpose. I want to help you live your life like it's a masterpiece. I'm a life coach, professional speaker, productivity expert, and your host, Scott Snow. Today's first story that we're going to cover is about the fashion icon, Diane von Furstenberg. She's a 73-year-old woman, and she has a lot of philanthropic causes that she's involved with. She's the chair of the Council of Fashion Designers of America. And I just stumbled across one of her interviews in Entrepreneur Magazine, and I just thought her answers were so helpful. Overall, her message is, no matter what happens, own it. She also says, all successful people feel like a loser at least once a week. (laughs) She talked about having a diary since she was a little girl. On any given day, she would be at a turning point in her life. And that just goes to show the beauty of keeping a diary and a journal. It just keeps track of all those transition points and those turning points and how we're always moving to be something different. She says the secret to life is paying attention. Pay attention to the details. She also tells us that if you have a good relationship with yourself, you have to be critical. You have to be hard and reassuring at the same time to yourself. And on decision making, she says, quote, I listen to everyone, then I do what I want. She sounds like a fun person. Story number two. Last episode, I talked a bit about the great Jane Goodall. And it was funny that recently we had another article about her great accomplishments and just her beautiful attitude and approach to life, which is really worth admiring and trying to emulate, I think. It was the 60th anniversary of her groundbreaking work on chimpanzees. And of course, now with the pandemic, that changes everything. So they still interviewed her uh, to talk about the pandemic. And it was very interesting what she had to say. She says she usually travels the world 300 days a year. She gives talks and meets with leaders. She's an environmental activist. She says that we brought this pandemic upon ourselves by disregarding warnings of scientists. When asked what is going to happen in terms of the pandemic, she said she's always hopeful. She says, be hopeful even if you have to squint to find a silver lining. She also reminds us that the pandemic is waking us up. Now we have cleaner air, we have, we can see more stars now. She was one of the first scientists to show us that chimpanzees use tools. They create tools and use them just like humans. And the example she saw was uh, that a chimpanzee was using a blade of grass to fish out termites from a mound. She also learned that they cooperate during hunts, and they live very social lives. 
interesting to read that Cambridge University allowed her to pursue her PhD in ethology without her ever getting a bachelor's degree even. She has the Jane Goodall Institute, and she said she's busier than ever during the pandemic. She can give an inspiring talk to audiences in Europe, India, and Middle East, in the Middle East, within a few hours. Her knack for infusing our urgent message about the fate of the natural world with an empowering sense of hope ensures she's in high demand with her talks. Story number three, the difficulty of doing nothing. Did you know there was a research study with college students and they had the choice of sitting quiet with their thoughts for 15 minutes and they found that so difficult and so painful that actually they had a second follow-up study where they could choose, do you want to sit alone with your thoughts or get electric shocks? And they chose electric shocks. <laughs> wow. Timothy Wilson is the social psychologist leading that study and he found it very disheartening that we're incapable of handling a few minutes of boredom. Most people prefer to be doing something rather than nothing even if that something is negative. The philosopher Blaise Pascal gave us a quote, all of humanity's problems stem from man's ability, and women's, to sit quietly in a room alone, end quote. The human mind is made to be unplugged frequently. This is where I think meditation is so key, transcendental meditation in particular unplug every morning and in the afternoon early evening. This article also says there's growing research that says that boredom makes us more creative. Story number four. Kim Schaefer is the CEO of Great Wolf Lodge. Now of course I'm a big fan of the Great Wolf Lodge. I've had kids. I've been there many times and we always that's a huge highlight. She talked a lot about work-life balance and I found it very revealing. She said that devotion to family has always paid dividends in her career. She's not the typical type A executive. She believes her parenting complements her leadership skills. Her kids help her stay grounded in her job. Being involved as a mom makes her a better person. There are similarities between making decisions for her kids and for the employees. I didn't realize she was the first female CEO to be on the TV show Undercover Boss. And that experience of being undercover led to her creating a new position called Corporate Director of Organizational Development. And that person's job is to help employees have more face time with their families. She appreciates the fact that employees' personal lives play a major role in their work performance. She espouses the servant leadership culture at Great Wolf Lodge, where she's serving her folks. She likes to set transparent priorities for how she will deploy her time. And she's a big fan of Stephen Covey's Circle of Influence, which says if you do a fantastic job in your area of expertise, that area will expand. She reported having many different roles in her career 
at Great Wolf before she became CEO. She was an accountant first, but she was a brand development person, marketing, chief brand officer, and the COO of the company before she became the head. She says, quote, my one word definition of success is passion. Life is not about regret. It's about today. Story number five. Chris Widener wrote a book called The Art of Influence. Persuading others begins with you. This quote is from that book. I really liked it. Quote, you can't decide if you're going to be a leader. You can only decide if you will become the type of person people will want to follow. Story six. The Juilliard School, of course, is known to be the greatest school for the arts. The most talented kids go there. It seems to be the most difficult school to get into for the arts, certainly. Joseph W. Polisi has been the president of Juilliard since 1984. He said he likes to make sure that his students keep up on their mental and spiritual development as well as their technical and physical abilities for playing their instruments. He says, be a well-rounded individual and artist. Story number seven. CEOs rely more and more on life coaches and executive coaches. They explore their leadership behavior and workplace dynamics with their coach. And this helps them manage more skillfully. Executive coaches helped executives change interactions from demotivating to empowering, bonding with executives outside their division, and championing championing their internal priorities to build alliances, bonding with executives outside their division, and championing their internal priorities to build alliances. They understand executives play lonely roles. They taught their leaders to be consistent, clear, and confident. They help a manager give feedback and confirm concrete goals in role-playing. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Let's keep that momentum going. Text or email me and say you want a free consult call and we'll schedule it. We'll focus on your biggest time management challenge and I'll help you come up with some personalized strategies to overcome that obstacle. My text number is 774-230-3928 and my email is scottsnow1234 at gmail. Never underestimate your ability to come up with your own solutions. The best way to do that is by participating in one-on-one life coaching or executive coaching with a trained life coach. We covered a lot today. We talked about work-life balance with the CEO of the Great Wolf Lodge. We were inspired by Jane Goodall. We talked about the great fashion icon, Diane von Furstenberg, (laughs) great name. And she had some excellent ideas about living a life of purpose. We talked about the difficulty of doing nothing and how we had that research study where people would rather get electrical shocks than sit quietly and think. And we talked about Juilliard and the president of Juilliard and his approach to getting well-rounded students. I hope you enjoyed these strategies for managing your busy life and living your life's purpose. We'll see you next time.
Visit thinklikeamusician.org for more information on how we can help you and your team with peak performance, time management, and work-life balance. We offer coaching, trainings, and workshops that'll empower you to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. Visit thinklikeamusician.org.